0: Hello, Masters in the Making. I'm your host, Mike Miller, and I want to welcome you to Simple Self Mastery. Simple Self Mastery is a self help podcast dedicated to giving you the best in health, wealth, love, happiness, and a little peace of mind five days a week. I am excited and honored to introduce our guest today, Scott Stabile. Scott Stabile's inspirational posts and videos have attracted a huge and devoted social media following, including more than 350,000 Facebook fans. His books include Big Love, just Love, Iris, and the Little Pet Hospital series, a passionate speaker and love activist. Scott runs day-long empowerment workshops nationally and internationally. Scott, I've given our listeners a peek at who you are. Is there anything you want to add to spice up that intro?
1: Um, I'm an incredibly charming human
0: being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're so gl- Now I have to be really charming. Uh-oh. Well, well yeah, we're glad to have your charisma on the show today, yeah. Scott. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Mike. And, to be here. and the energy you bring into the show already is what we're going to segue right into. So, you know, where focus goes, where focus goes, energy flows, I should say. And right now, Scott, for you, where is your energy going?
1: My Well, my energy is generally going toward love and from love. So um, specifically in terms of what I'm doing these days, it's uh, going to a lot of workshops that I'm doing around uh, around the country uh, called Writing Yourself and with the intention of helping people, encouraging people to look at themselves with a bit more honesty and depth and with a whole lot more self-love. So that's where my energy is like. I'm a big fan of love. I'm a cheerleader for love. I make a lot of noise for it because I believe that love the energy of love is the base note for kindness and compassion and forgiveness and authenticity and everything that really matters in this world so i'm doing my best to um just make a bunch of noise for it
0: yeah and that's awesome and i do love that you bring that up so love's going to be a big topic of what we talk about today but specifically how do you go about spreading love like what what let's be let's get specific here
1: Yeah. Yeah. In writing. I mean, I've got a, as you mentioned, I've got a big Facebook community, a growing Instagram community. And I, um, I do a lot of live videos, uh, especially on Facebook, where, you know, people, the live videos on Facebook are amazing because people can tune in from all over the world in real time.
0: Sure.
1: And, you know, I talk about those themes that are important to me and people ask questions and I respond, you know, based on, you know, my experience of life. I don't, I definitely don't pretend to know it all or even a lot about everything. I speak from my experience and um, so that's one way. Uh, these workshops, this is another way, speaking in general and also how I how I operate in my life. You know, I also don't wanna just as a back note, I don't wanna pretend that I'm always this loving, wonderful person, <laughs> like I'm a jerk and an asshole too, you know. Sure, <laughs> that, we that all, all are happens. at times. Yeah. Exactly. But I, I I'm really You know, try to be as present as possible with how I'm showing up in the world. When I leave my home, how am I interacting with people on the streets? You know, what kind of kindness am I bringing to the moment? How am I showing up on social media? What kind of empathy am I bringing when somebody's posting something that maybe enrages me or disgusts me or does something? Am I responding with vitriol or am I, you know, showing up with compassion and remembering this is another human being on the other side of the equation? How am I showing up in the mirror in the morning when I'm brushing my teeth? Am I saying that I'm ugly and stupid and to this and to that? Or am I bringing some love and compassion to that moment? You know, we when we start to pay attention. To how we're operating in the world and when we ask ourselves the question, you know, what does love invite me to do in this moment, we're going to find that we're often operating outside the energy of kindness and love and that we can always be like working harder to move toward that energy and to to come from it.
0: Sure, and for our listeners, our masters in the making, listening, like what's one step they can take to move into that love and kind of spread that good, kind energy around them?
1: Yeah, let me. As I'll answer that, but let me say also yeah. to any master in the making, like the when I made the choice to f- commit myself to love in my life as much as possible, it's the single most powerful choice I made in. Helping me create my life, you know, I've since written several books have a big social media reach and community and doing workshops all over the place and I really believe in my heart it's because I'm continually asking that question. What is love inviting me to do and it's that single commitment that I made that I feel like opened my life up to so much more connection and possibility and professional success and all of excuse me all of that so. What what can what can what's the tangible thing that someone can do? How are you in relationship to yourself right now? Pay attention to your relationship with yourself. You know, what are you saying to yourself in the mirror? What are you allowing? You know, how much of that inner critic are you allowing? How much time are you allowing the self-abuse to play out in your mind? And every time you bring awareness to it, interrupt it. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to believe all of these thoughts that tell us we're stupid and worthless and whatever else we're all telling ourselves we don't have to believe those thoughts that's a choice I choose not to believe that to me that feels false what feels true to me is that I am a worthy human being as worthy as anyone else on the planet that I am a beautiful human being just as I am so I encourage people to look at your you know look at your relationship with yourself and start paying attention to the thoughts that that beat you down And the moment you're aware of them Shift the conversation to something positive and uplifting that supports you and actually encourages you to move forward in the world in a more kind of powerful, present, loving
0: space. Awesome, and I love that you mentioned that. And I also love that you mentioned it earlier was that you how you chose to move into love, how that was a choice you consciously made to accept and have that awareness. And that's such an important message. That we could all learn from, you know, it's it's just about just kind of being aware of what's going on and making the choice to change that. So thank you for sharing that.
1: Absolutely. Choice is huge, man. I mean, we we forget that our power lives in choice. And no matter what you've experienced in your life to this point, no matter how many times you've tried that thing you want to do and failed. It does not matter because now is a new moment and you can choose again and you can choose to look on your past experiences or your past failures as a reason not to move forward or you can choose to look at them as um, examples of the mistakes you made and different ways you could approach things. You can choose to look at them as experience that's going to help you propel forward in a different way right now, you know, but our power lives in choice and we're given, you know every. every new instant is a new moment the new possibility lives all the time
0: yes I love it and so I want to to speak a little bit more about that that choice that that kind of decision to accept that and so everyone starts somewhere Scott you know before the success before the failure you were living a different kind of life and for you in your ordinary world when was the moment you discovered like this choice and this power of, of love can you take us to that moment thank you
1: Yeah, I think in my early 20s, I moved from Michigan, where I grew up and went to college to San Francisco and got a job at this new agey world gift store. And they had an amazing book section. And it was my introduction to metaphysical books, like books that were talking about enlightenment and love and forgiveness. And, you know, those like self-help style books that are very common now. But for me then, this was in the 90s. Um, That was a new world to me. And it was an amazing world because it was I had the experience there of reading these these books and these messages and thinking, this makes so much sense to me like this. I totally get, you know, more so than focusing on career and, and all of that. Like, what if we focus on the internal stuff? and sure. see with that focus how that plays into the choices we make around career and the relationships and different things like that. So it was really at that time and working at that store and reading all these books and meeting people who were really um, really open and really loving and really talking about things that I hadn't been talking about with my friends, like love is a goal. You know what I mean? Right. Like how, how can we be as loving as possible? Let's make that a goal in life. But it, I connected to it. And you know what I it's, I think sometimes when you talk a lot about love as I do people can they can start tuning out because it starts to feel like oh kind of airy-fairy or something like that but when I'm I'm really speaking about uh Well, one, I don't see love as airy-fairy at all. I see it oftentimes as the most difficult choice we can make. You know, when someone's standing in front of you and calling you names and judging you, how easy is it to go to anger and call them names and feel, you know what I mean? Those are always the easiest choices. But can you center yourself in compassion or kindness or all the other things that love invites into your life? Anytime you're doing that, you're making the harder choice. And so when I'm talking about love, I'm really just talking about the underlying energy. Like when you get beyond all the noise in our minds, all the insanity and violence and darkness that exists in this world, when you peel away all of that, you're left with this energy that is peaceful and kind. And that energy is within all of us. We are born with it. It never goes anywhere. We tend to stray from it because we get piled on with a bunch of bullshit conditioning from Mm -hmm. the time we're, you know, three, four, five, all the way up until now. But that love and that peace, that peacefulness, it's, it's always within. And so start, instead of looking outside of ourselves for all the the messages and and all of that start looking within and and you're going to be called to remember who you really are it's not about fixing anything it's not you know what i mean it's not right. about becoming it's not really about becoming different than who you are it's really about remembering who you were to begin with that got distorted and disguised by a lifetime of conditioning
0: yes and so for people listen who want to learn how to better you know center themselves into compassion and into love you know for i know for myself a couple days ago i got really frustrated with somebody and i could feel it was so easy to to like kind of cling on to their their anger and their negative vibes how do we kind of center ourselves and bring ourselves back into love is there a way to do that
1: well i mean i think there are different ways one i would say also that anger is totally normal and human and it's okay too you know what i mean like we all get angry but when we're, yeah, when we're living in that space, it, it typically doesn't serve us. I mean, I think that for different people, there are different tools. I think a lot of people have great success with meditation, you know, but in a moment like that, closing your eyes and taking some really focused, deep breaths, really, for me, that really helps me shift out of my, like, anxiety or whatever's going on in the moment. I I really do encourage you to ask the question, if you're feeling yourself raging or freaking out in some way, it's like, wait a minute, what does love invite me to do in this moment? Because simply by asking that question, you're shifting the energy of the moment. You're inviting a different response than the one you're operating from. And if you take the time to actually answer that question, you're going to find that love is not inviting you to be a giant asshole to that person, <laughs> even if they were a giant asshole. Yeah. To you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, really, it's For me, it's always about bringing awareness to the moment and interrupting it. Interrupt it with a question, interrupt it with some deep breaths, interrupt, you know, dance your ass off around your apartment or whatever, shift the energy out of your mind and out of that mental space into something different.
0: I I love that because it's like flipping the frame. You know, something I've been doing recently is like, am I fearful or am I excited? And that's kind of just flipping that frame, um, when, you know, in, yeah, t- in anticipation, yeah. you know. And so you're, I, see, I think you're saying something similar is like, you know, what is love inviting me to do instead of I'm really angry and upset. Like, how can I turn this, transmute this pain into something really beneficial? Um. Absolutely.
1: And sometimes the answer I get is just disengage, because I recognize I have nothing to offer this moment positively. I I don't, like, all I'm going to bring to this person is my rage. But by asking that question, at least you can take the time to separate from the moment. And sometimes just not engaging is the best thing we can do for all involved. And Mm -hmm. I love the example you gave, because so often we just, we don't even take the time to analyze or just feel what we're really feeling like you're you're all amped up and and a lot of times we read that as negative but when you're like wait a minute am i afraid or is this excitement how much of this is excitement and it it shifts your entire perspective moving forward
0: right and that's and that's something so important that our listeners can take and use it with that use as they will and so i want to actually move forward into something else now scott when i transition a little bit here you know on your path on your journey you know you ran to success but also a lot of challenges a lot of failures and for you on your journey in love what was the one biggest challenge you faced
1: what biggest challenge um boy that's a tough question i mean i can think of big failures very easily
0: sure i mean that that'll work too
1: i mean big i mean big challenge for me in general in life it's it's showing up in in a way that is consistent with your truth. So really looking at what is honest for you and moving forward from that authentic place. And that's that's been a challenge and I think it's a challenge in, in most of our lives, and it's certainly been a challenge for me in terms of the career that i'm creating because i'm creating a career around writing and, and speaking and stuff and i'm sharing very personal things and i'm sharing my opinions all the time i'm sharing my experiences all the time and you know there are there are moments where i second guess myself and need to and ask myself like are you is what you're saying right now is it really true for you you know because even some of the things that you find yourself saying or believing for years and years and years Might suddenly not be consistent with your truth anymore. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're, it's incumbent upon us to always be considering well, wait a minute, this was true for me two years ago, but is this real for me now? You know, is what I'm about to say, like actually taking some time, taking a moment of space before you speak, and is what I'm about to say true for me? And if not, why would I say it? If not, where is that coming from? And I think that that's that's always a great challenge because our conditioning is so thick and heavy and it's for it we've we've had it for so long that we don't always even know if we're operating from a place that is authentic or that is conditioned you know right. so that that from a general sense of, of challenge and moving forward in life is just being really honest with who we are and being in in that place from like a big like creative failure I, I wrote the literally wrote the biggest, what box office bomb of all time? Like it still holds the record oh, for man. the. Yeah, it holds the. It was a. It's a children's film called The Oogie Loves and the Big Balloon Adventure, and it still holds the record for the lowest grossing, like extra wide release ever. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And that was a humiliating, painful. Moment
0: for sure, sure. sure.
1: And to anyone listening, it's like, and whatever, are you going to let the humiliating, painful moment stop you from doing whatever it is you want to do? No, because why would you? And and you know what I mean. It's like the thing we learn from our biggest failures or our greatest challenges, ultimately, is that we survive them. You know what I mean? That they don't take us down. Like here I am, and and I wrote that thing. It was critically annihilated. No one came to see it, and I'm still writing. It's like, okay, that happened. I mean, now I actually own it in a fun way because I feel like it's a great story and I feel like I'm Absolutely. impressive to say I wrote yeah. the biggest <laughs> flop of all time. But no, but, um, no, but the, the truth is oftentimes we can let our failures keep us from moving forward and it's just, it's so silly because everybody's failing all the time. You know, and any success we're seeing out there is built on a mountain of, you know, perceived failures and that's just the nature of life. You know, we decide again, it's a choice. You decide what's going to stop you. And why would you ever let a failure stop you? That's all ego. That's all it is. It's all the minds need to be loved and adored and succeed and be perfect. And all that stuff is just noise that prevents us from living like the most meaningful, fullest life that we can possibly live.
0: Sure. And for the masters in the making, listening, you know, who might be experiencing some type of failure or struggling with a fear of failure, what message do you have for them?
1: That it serves you. Anything, anything you're experiencing right now along your path, professional, personal, what other otherwise, it is serving you. I really trust and believe that I look at all of the different ways I've failed in my life. And we learn from these things um, that, that your failure does not define you all it is is a building block every every new failure gets you closer to your whatever success you're imagining for yourself so look at them look at them as lessons look at them as building blocks look at them as pathways to to creating what you really want to create in your life and also look at it if if you go to trust if you go to this place of trust that what you are creating for yourself is going to be powerful and magical and beautiful then you have to trust that the moments of failure are not in alignment with that greater vision that you're trying to create for yourself. So if I'm failing right now at doing whatever I'm doing, then it's not for me. It's not actually Mm -hmm. ultimately contributing to this great, beautiful thing that I'm creating for myself, aside from being a lesson along the way.
0: Sure. And I love that message because You know, it's just kind of like failure can be an action signal of like, okay, this is not working. How can I adjust my approach and then go again? And so that's such an important message. And I've been working a lot with that personally lately. And, you know, sometimes you're afraid of doing something and you do it and you're like, you know what? I'm okay like it's I, yes. I I've survived this you know what else can I survive what else can I learn from and build upon to make like you're saying make yourself more successful in whatever you're looking to do um, absolutely which is awesome and so um Scott I want to transition a little bit here you know're we're, we're, we're getting close to home plate are you know are you ready for the moment of mastery where you can share tips resources and insights directly to our listeners?
1: am I ready for the moment of mastery? are you ready? I'm ready, man. <laughs>
0: let's, let's, let's do it. and I might
1: fail, but I'll survive.
0: hey, and then we'll build upon it and we'll go again. Exactly. so what for you, Scott, what's one daily habit that contributes to your personal success?
1: One daily habit that contributes to my personal success? I would say, I mean, I can say certain things like but they're not it's not every day. I mean, when i'm uh, when I'm moving my body, like exercising in some way, when I'm doing some degree of meditation, that always contributes. But I don't do those things every every day. What I do do every day that is huge for me is I am continually accepting myself in in on deeper levels, like continually reminding myself that I am only human. When I'm making mistakes, I'm only human. When I'm being an asshole, I'm only human. Let's return to love, but you're only human instead of beating up on myself. And if that's, I think that's if I could give a tip of mastery, like don't waste your energy beating up on yourself. It doesn't serve anything. It's not the beating up that is actually ultimately going to motivate you to do what it is you need to do. You know, learn from what you need to learn from and move forward with belief in yourself and move forward in a supportive way. All Any, any time we spend a, in self-abuse, mm. we're, we're actually hurting our chances of living the kind of life that we want to be living. Because by by... That self-abuse, we're just reinforcing some internal belief that we are not good enough, that we are not worthy, that we do not deserve. And when we're reinforcing that belief, we're moving out into the world in our thoughts and actions with that belief, and that's what we're inviting into our lives. You know, So don't beat up on yourself. Support yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Accept yourself for who you are and move forward with that acceptance and with that belief.
0: Awesome. And what is one simple mindset shift our listeners can apply to how they think about love?
1: A mindset shift. Well, I think that a lot of people put conditions on love. So I see love as something that's unconditional. So I know that it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. It doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter if they've called me names, that my commitment is to love without conditions. And if you make that Your commitment, then you're going to find your way there. I mean, the 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 shift is that what we commit to is what we find. If we deem something unforgivable, we're not going to find forgiveness for it. If we deem someone unlovable, we're not going to find love for it. Um, And that can apply to so many different areas in our lives. But the things that we commit to, you know, we offer our dedication to. There's a really good chance that we are going to find our way to that thing. And love is certainly you know, falls into that arena.
0: That's awesome. And so now we talk a little bit about the mind, but let's go into some action now. So what is one simple action our listeners can take right now, wherever they are to jumpstart their own success in love and self-love?
1: A simple action. Hmm.
0: I know we talked about a little couple things, but yeah.
1: Well, I mean, look, I, I think that, that, when we when we're making changes in our lives i'm going to extend this beyond just love and self-love to to transformation in general and change in general which is that when we're making changes in our lives it can be very easy to be overwhelmed by the the bigness of the change so we're at we're at a and where we want to get is z and so it's a lot of the time we're looking at z and we're thinking of everything that we have to do to get to Z and it's incredibly overwhelming and it creates paralysis. And so we don't even take a step off of a, Mm -hmm. you know, and the thing I like to remind people is that when you're at a, you don't need to get to Z you just need to get to B and to get to B from a could be literally sending one email or it could be going to your local library to to do some research or it could be um, you know, whatever it is for you. Yeah. Whatever it is that's gonna propel you forward. And when you look at getting from A to B, it's a lot more palatable. You know, it seems like it's much, 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 much more doable. So if you want to talk in the context of love and loving yourself more, I could I could tell you, take buy yourself a journal and every morning. Write down or every morning, write down three things about yourself that you love and appreciate every evening. Write down three things about your day that you feel grateful for and you'll notice a shift in your life. And that's very easy to do. You know, that's like a tangible thing you can do that's going to add more meaning and peace to your life.
0: Awesome. You know, I've been starting to do that myself, morning journals and like kind of asking more powerful questions, empowering questions. Yes. And I can already see exactly what you're talking about, like this mind shift change where it's like, okay, great. Like I've I've done a lot more than I thought I did. And it's from A to B to C to D. I I love that you mentioned that.
1: Yeah. And I took a walk yesterday for about an hour and I kid you not the whole walk. And I've never done this like this. (laughs) The whole walk, I was shouting out gratitude. I was like, <laughs> I'm grateful for, like, with very few interruptions to that. Sure. I was just speaking out loud my gratitude for, like, everything That's that I awesome. felt grateful for. And it was, I was so high from that walk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it, this was around three in the afternoon. And sure. It just, it carried me through the evening in this space of, like, and that's a choice. Gratitude yes. is a choice, you know, but it's a powerful choice because gratitude roots us in the present moment. It doesn't allow us to look at past grievances or future worries or, or self pity or anything. It's like, here I am right now. And this is what I'm grateful for in my life. It's a beautiful, beautiful energy.
0: That's awesome. I have to give that a shot myself one of these days. Do it, man. <laughs> yeah. it <was> fun. <laughs> um, and what is one book you can recommend and why?
1: Well, I feel like I recommend this book a lot lately, but I loved it so much that um, Tiny Beautiful Things by Cheryl Strayed. And it the the why is it's a collection of letters when she worked as an advice columnist named Sugar um, for this online site called The Rumpus. So the book is a compilation of um, some of her favorite letters and her responses to them. And it, it just it goes across the entire human spectrum. Like everything is covered in this book. And she, I feel like just, she's an amazing writer and she's just an amazing human. And I feel like in this book specifically, when she was responding directly to people's letters, she just channels so much wisdom and so much compassion. And I noticed that every letter I was reading, whether it was a circumstance that had nothing to do with me, um, I I took from it you know what I mean like it it did apply to me and my life in some way and I think it's just a book that will it I think it will it serves everybody it will serve everyone in a positive way
0: and what's the title of that book once more
1: it's called tiny beautiful things
0: tiny beautiful things got it and
1: and by Cheryl Strayed
0: Cheryl Strayed we'll have to check that out and finally Scott you know where's the best place our listeners can go to learn more about you and what you do
1: Well, they can go to my website, which is scottstabile.com, or they can find me on Facebook, because I do a lot of live videos there, and I'm really engaged in that community, and on Instagram, too. You'll be able to find me if you just type my name in. And then if, you know, Big Love is my current book out. It's called Big Love, The Power of Living with a Wide Open Heart, and it's all... Personal essays that um, moments in my life that kind of pulled me from center and the tools I used to find my way back, including the story of writing the biggest bomb of all time. So, <laughs> awesome. Um, so, all those ways.
0: Big love. And I thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for sharing your journey with us today, Scott. Um, Masters in the Making. Go check out SimpleSelfMastery.com. Type Scott in the search bar, it'll shoot you over to the show notes page of today's podcast for links, resources, timestamps, and an overview of what Scott and I discussed today. Thank you again, Scott. You know, you mastered the mic and shared a ton of value. We'll talk to you you soon.
1: Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate it.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode of Simple Self Mastery, please show your support by subscribing, leave a five-star rating, and a review. It is my honor and privilege to provide you with high-value, free content five days a week, and I'd be humbled by your support. Keep learning, keep listening, and keep working towards your own personal self-mastery. Thanks, and we'll catch you later.